I'ma give it to you tasty. Bread it up, fry it, and dip it in the gravy. You want fat fish? Yeah, you know you want to try it. Dip it in the butter, make the fat count higher. Higher, higher, higher. Today's episode is brought to you by Warby Parker, an eye care brand that offers chic and modern eyewear at a revolutionary price. Simply put, your glasses shouldn't cost as much as the iPhone X. Warby Parker's prescription glasses start at $95. And they do sunglasses too. Buying glasses should be easy and risk-free, girl. Warby Parker's home try-on program lets you fall in love with your glasses in the comfort of your own home. You can choose up to five frames from hundreds of stylish options and have them shipped directly to you for free. That way, you can try all the frames and pick your favorite. And for every pair of glasses sold, Warby Parker distributes a pair of glasses to someone in need. Daniel wears Warby Parker, and now he can actually see me. And I'm considering a divorce. Hey! So to get started, head over to warbyparkertrial.com slash kiki. Again, that's warbyparkertrial.com slash kiki. Warby Parker. Modern eyewear made simple. Thanks a lot. This is Grizzly Kiki. I'm Daniel. And I'm Robert. And welcome to the recap of RuPaul's Drag Race Season 10, Episode 8. And joining us from the Tony Soto Show and Gay Power Half Hour, it's Tony Soto! Oh my god, I'm literally looking at you in real life. <laughs> We're in the same room! <laughs> I know! It's not a phone connection or, or, or you know, when Skype decides to be glitchy yeah. and we have to wave. Do you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> Just to make sure that oh, I've, have I ever apologized oh for that God, one? I... Apparently she needed a new modem. I wasn't aware. Oh, is that what happened? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Modems on strike the, all yeah. across this I great nation. thank you for your shitty modem because <laughs> that brought us Lucy doing. <laughs> The yeah, no. Witch. The ghost witch. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I <laughs> like. I am forever in love with Lucy just for bringing us. The ghost well, she witch was definitely because she she had told me afterwards. She was like, "While you guys were suffering in LA, we were having delightful conversation." <laughs> I was like, "Well, good." <laughs> but no, this is great. Welcome to Los Angeles. Can Thank we say that you. you're in Los yeah. Angeles? And you like you were our welcome wagon, basically. Yeah, which was like. So nice. I had been anticipating this for a long time because I remember, I think it was last year, I shamed you. You did. Because you you, uh, are scared of planes or something. And so. No, no, no. Last year we were just cheap. Oh, last year you were cheap. My fear of flying is new. It's like three days old. Okay, perfect. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So I shamed you last year and then you ultimately made it. Yeah. And you're here for DragCon weekend. I'm so excited. I love it here. It's nice, right? I mean. I mean, but you. Okay, I have to tell you. You are here at a perfect time. It's spring. Mm -hmm. We had a smatter of rain over the winter. Like. In August, when it's 107, and you feel like you want to die, and the whole city mm-hmm. smells like shit, mm-hmm. you might not want to. That sounds there. like New York, though, in the summer. <clears throat> yeah, but does New York uh, burn? It doesn't <laughs> burn, but I wouldn't be surprised if that happens one day, if like the garbage just combusts. Because L.A. literally just 
catches fire. Catches fire. We were having wildfires not too long ago, oh, right? Oh yeah. Oh no, the entire state was a was a blaze. Yeah. Like there were moments where I would wake up in the morning and there'd be like a gray haze in the distance, and you're mm-hmm. like, "Oh, that's smoke." I'm we, breathing that. When we had Juan Juan Chavez on our show, not not for this most recent recap, but when we Juan did, Chavez like, exactly his solo episode, he was like, "Yeah, I'm just looking out my window and I can see the smoke from oh, yeah. the wildfires." And oh, we were yeah. like, "Oh my god!" There were a few moments where it even got close enough that I was like, "Ooh." If I wasn't in such a bougie white neighborhood, I'd be nervous. <laughs> but they don't let white people burn. Mm-mm. Well, I guess that's not true. All of the houses that caught fire were white millionaires. So it's go. like, it's really hard for you to care. You know what I mean? You're like, you're like oh, oh, I'm sure you have fine insurance. <laughs> but it is nice to have you guys in L.A. Like it's We're so happy to be here. And it's like, it's DragCon Eve. We... Just finished setting up Jiggly's booth today with some of her other friends from LA, and I—I I don't know. New York DragCon really needs to like up the ante. Well, you only had year. one, so well, it was just—it was such. They picked a space that was too small. I don't know, and maybe it's just Look, jet lag. If you were here, it was really cute. If you were here for the first DragCon in LA, oh, was it? Like, you would have been like, um, these people need to get their shit together. Because I mean, it was like cramped like mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. there was not a lot of pl- places that people that, could yeah, walk that was yeah. new york yeah mm-hmm. maybe i'm just having like traveler whatever well you guys hit the so, ground running like you got off the yeah. plane then you checked into your airbnb we then we to went to you. lunch and then yeah. you got and then, weed and then you and then what else and then i don't remember what happened after that. oh we had dinner oh yes, yes. Oh, wow. oh my god i'm so yes. sorry <laughs> Duh. Oh, now uh, I'm offended. How many I'm days sorry. has it been? I it has only been here. one. <laughs> <laughs> only one. No, and to- Tony threw us this amazing dinner uh-huh. where we got to eat more, eat more people. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Cannibalism. Um, Is that what we've been eating? Yeah, so I, that, that was not chicken. Um, that was uh, people. But, uh, yeah, we uh, Tony threw this threw us this wonderful dinner where we got to meet people who we'd had on the show or interacted with. We got to eat. got to eat. Who did who we did we, 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 we got to eat who and we, we got to meet Mossy. You got to meet yeah. Mossy, yeah. Who was so Isn't she a delight? Delightfully neurotic, and I appreciated every. Yeah, it's like every time I ever talk to her, I always roll my eyes a little, but then I smile because yeah. I love her. Speaking she's of patient, lovely. she's very patient. As well. She is. Uh, and yeah, we got- you were actually like you got to meet a little bit of the Tony Soto team. Yeah, we got to meet your wig maker James Fing. And this is the first time we've met in real life, so yeah. I mean, it was one of those situations where it's like, gosh, I hope we get on. I, you know, I was, I was like, you never know. You never know. And the only thing I have to say is, I thought you were going to be much shorter. Oh. <laughs> That's really. I'm still like I. You're a tall woman. I'm very tall. You're very. Yeah. Yes, tall lady. I'm six foot three for anyone yeah. who cares. Oh, yeah. Okay. She's a tall glass of water. Because yeah. I'm tall and I usually don't have a perception of when, like, someone has to be, like, you know, 11 foot 12 when I meet them if they're. I'm so aware if anyone's even an inch taller than me because it gets to, like, a turf war. Because you're like, let me <laughs> yeah. just, like, extend. I'm like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> Absolutely. Tony Soto's going to be crowdfunding for his knee extensions. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> That's I'm why gonna, you're learning to do stilts, right? Yeah, who's the one who does stilts? The, the circus Winters. lady. Yeah, yeah. Ivy. I, I want to be like, Ivy Winter. 
Um, do we want to jump into this yeah. episode? Oh, shit. Are we going to talk about Drag Race? I know. And it's the first episode this season that we've done <laughs> right after the episode. Yeah. How long do you usually wait? We either do them the next day or over the weekend. Um, we've had mainly people call in to do them because we uh-huh. try and always have a guest. Um, so normally we have a day to like rewatch it and yeah. type up the notes. So we're flying note free. I get so many days to, to mm-hmm. but it's gotten to a point now. First of all, I don't think we need the two hours. No. I think it's too much. I think uh-huh. it's excessive. And like since we didn't get a break after All Stars, I'm losing steam mm-hmm. this season. And I don't think it's because the season. I just think it's like... It's a lot. A lot. I don't know if it's necessarily... (laughs) Like, for us, I'm talking about... I don't know if it's necessarily the fact that uh, 10 came so close after All-Stars 3. Mm -hmm. I think for us, it's the fact that we're also recapping the Switch on Fridays. Oh, my God. Are you really? Too much I haven't even watched We're dedicating, like... How is that? it's it's okay. Nothing happens. Yeah. Is it a drag competition? Is it yeah, like drag it's race? Drag race. It That's is drag the rumor. race in yeah. Chile, but it is but more is Chia like a competitor. Or is she... she is. She well, when she and Candy Ho are yeah. both competitors. Except when you're safe on the switch, there you, you go. You win immunity, and you don't have you, to compete. It's as if you win immunity based on the mini challenge, and then you basically don't have to do anything else for the rest of the episode. So, so Gia, Gia's won immunity twice. So she was doing nothing and, for five episodes right, or so. Yeah. Because and you know and she was because getting in high episodes. whore drag every episode yeah it's two episodes and then an elimination episode then two more episodes elimination so it's like American we're like Island. seven episodes in and we've only lost two people and we gained two more mm-hmm. so I'm gonna pass yeah we yeah. gained two yes we lost two we gained uh, two you know what we're in here to I yeah. think no we lost two we gained one do you yeah. have guests anyway. that come on to talk about the switch no, with you or is that no, just your passion no. project well it wasn't even it's that we were we were just we just decided to try it out uh-huh. and you know it's a really it is an interesting show but because it doesn't have subtitles unless you speak spanish and understand it it can be hard like well, how me, the hell does gia know what's going on she can speak she she's spanish, fluent yeah. in spanish because she she hung out with a lot of mexicans growing up in chicago so um, it's just very interesting because her Spanish Interessante. Her Spanish has a definite like Mexican twang to it, and yeah, it's so I would love interesting. to hear her errors, you know? She reads the girls in fluent Spanish. Does she? Yes, she does. And do you know they use the term brick in 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 Chile, <laughs> a ladrillo? And I'm like, yeah, ladrillo. Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. You're a brick. Um. But yeah, but our yeah. listeners, some of our listeners like it, and they've been interacting us, interacting with us now about the switch. So it's been my really family's cool. my family's Chilean, and yeah. when I heard that there was a competition in Chile, I was like, really, really, with the boring ass people that live in Chile. No disrespect, but like, it's <laughs> it's real. Um, and so I was like, this is going to be a shit show. I don't know what they're going to do. I know that they love to make fun of Asian people. So uh-huh. when I heard they've that done. Gia was cast, I was like, this is not going to be good for her at all. Um, they love making fun of Asian people. They love blackface. Um, yeah, everything that's problematic in the rest of the world in Chile is like, <laughs> well, oh, Mickey Rooney, come on, come back out, Mickey Rooney. That's like, where Trump should go then. Yeah, Why isn't he in Chile? He should, Those are he your should. people, Trumpy. Trumpy. Yeah. <laughs> um, but let's talk about 
Drag Race. Oh, okay. And this, mm-hmm. I know All that right. I know that it was a little bit of a. It was a rough one a, for me. It was a roller coaster. It was. I don't. I I left feeling uneasy and mm-hmm. sad. Actually, yeah. I feel violated. I yeah. went in excited to see the vixen go home, and then at the end, <laughs> wow. Because okay, and so have you? So have you? Have you? Were you ever on the vixen train? Or I'm still on the vixen train? Uh-huh. I think but you, you were ready I, for her to go right, after that. You and I feel the same way that like let her go home with dignity right because it's like it's enough of this like you know this thing where they're like oh she's fighting with everyone let's keep Mm -hmm. bringing that up and really like pile Mm -hmm. all this bullshit on top of her Mm -hmm. it's like can she just go home and you remember her for the good shit she did Mm -hmm. because the last two episodes were a little rough well well the last episode the last episode was was a little rough well also it's like you know, of course, and I'm being sarcastic. Like, Vixen has done nothing good on the show because that's how it feels. I mean, that's that's kind of how you I know? feel like it was yeah. painted, and and that's annoying because, like, obviously, I'm being sarcastic because it's not true. She has done really good right. work. She does good work. I I feel like <clears throat> there have been some moments, and last week was not fair. What she did, right? You know, like, you have to be grown up and accept it, but. I, to me, the Vixen is a great example of the fact that the show has nothing to do with drag in real life. Right. Absolutely because if not. you saw the Vixen perform in real life, right. you would be like, you would bet all of your money on so her. Just take it all out because you know you're not going to tip anybody else during the night. Right. And just wad up your money. Actually, no, just slip it gently to her. Right. And see, and I, and on the Tony Soto show I uh, the, uh, last week, I even said, I was like, look, um, I can admit that her interaction with Eureka this time was messy on her part because yeah. mm-hmm. she was mad at yeah. the wrong bitch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She should have been mad at Asia. Yes. Nope. Mm-hmm. But everything prior to that, she was defending herself. So, mm-hmm. so for suddenly for everyone to be like, oh, she's such a bitch. It's like, mm-hmm. actually, this is the first time she kind of stepped out. And was kind of messy when it came to Eureka. Mm-hmm. But she right. was 100% correct when she came for Asia and Monique uh, being not real at mm-hmm. that moment. Right. Because it was like, girl, Monique, you should have gone home. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's talk about this episode. So <sighs> let's go right into the mini challenge Please. because that was a great moment. It was a good one. What was it again? It was the <laughs> fake. It's... Oh, yes. You were too busy looking at yourself with a wig on. Well, your you know, I sat down like any good woman does on Drag Race Nights and was applying crystallized um, like hair clips to my hair for Yeah. Mm-hmm. As a gal does. As a gal does. Yeah. You know? That we bought at Santee Alley, yeah. my new home. That's Santee right. I love Santee Alley. Alley. I've like, never where felt. Where else can you go and get sunglasses, jewelry, fake makeup, and a bacon wrapped hot Sorry, dog. queens. We're taking your queens. I've never felt more <laughs> understood and loved. Like, there's and so many sparkly nurtured. things there. And they're like it. a third of the price. Oh, you pay in Latino prices. Girl. And the mm. thing is, like, you just look at them and they're like, they knock $5 off. Mm. And I was like, oh. <gasps> Yeah. Awesome. Oh yeah. Fabulous. It's like it's like uh you can barter. Yeah, it's I'll, like the yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, yes, I will take a Beats uh pill speaker with a Facebook logo on it for ten dollars. <laughs> yeah, yes. when she said when she said the price I was expecting her to be like twenty five. Yeah. Like minimum for the speaker. Yeah. And I was willing to like stand there and uncomfortably shift my weight and be like, All right, I'll pay for it. Um but when she said ten dollars, I was like Did, <laughs> Are you sure? Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> the auxiliary cable we bought was cost, more expensive like, was, than was, yeah, yeah, cost like five dollars. Yeah. But um, Santi Alley girl, you you've been so good to us. We love her. Yeah, I made a you belt. Love it. I'm excited. Um, 
but while you weren't paying attention to the episode, the, yes. the fake bitch lap challenge was the mini challenge. Oh, that was so good. Now yeah. I remember everything. They took us back to season two. That was cute. I would like a tutorial. Yeah. <laughs> I want them to slow it down yeah. and explain it to me. Um, because I was very convinced by all of these fake slaps tonight. So good. Yeah. It was And I, the real one? <laughs> well. The real one. <laughs> well. Sorry. Um, someone has their win in the bag, if you know what I'm saying. No, I mean, I don't, no, I don't mean that. I don't mean that at all. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I don't mean that. <laughs> but that was definitely like it was. Wow. It was a moment where we got to see RuPaul have fun, mm-hmm. which is always nice because I don't think that she necessarily has the most fun doing this show anymore. Mm-mm. So a um, truly unscripted moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it yep. was great to see her interact with the queens in that kind of way because it was mm-hmm. playful and you could tell how excited the girls were to actually do that with RuPaul. Mm-hmm. And they were all really good. Like it was all really funny. Yeah, I never saw one that was bad. Yeah. yeah. I, I thought that each one was super great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that Eureka kicking it off with HD was exactly so the way to start it. <laughs> I love when Monet was like, you wear it. Um, honestly i think she had to slap asia for real to get a good response out of her though yeah well (laughs) what did asia tell her she said um you you slap like a girl too bad you don't look Look like like that was cute that was funny that was funny but then she hit her on she hit her on purpose whoops Mm -hmm. she hit her for real yeah she definitely made Mm -hmm. contact with her face uh which I think it took a second to register for RuPaul. I think she was kind of like, wait, I actually touched something. Oh, that means... <laughs> like, yeah. Are you sure it wasn't that it took a second to register, or is it that she took it took a second to register that she was on, like she was being filmed? Because <laughs> I think like, she slapped her and was like, yeah, that's what should have happened. And then she was like, wait, there are cameras. She's uh-huh. like, are you shooting? Oh, 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 I'm shocked. Yeah. That was- <laughs> she saw Asia's teeth, and she's like, fuck you. Yeah. That um... Was- I I love that, and I love that she brought Asia to slap Aquaria because it's like she just couldn't bear. Like RuPaul has RuPaul such a boner her. for Aquaria. RuPaul is in oh, love my with Aquaria. It's RuPaul so wants to be her daddy. Speaking of eating, I think she just wants to eat. Aquaria. And I mean, oh. I get it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I'm super into that snooty little twink. I love it. But I love that she was like, I was born on, da, 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 you know, like 1996, yeah. and it was just like the number of Ru- RuPaul, you're old yeah. jokes. Yeah, it was just you could like, how else are you going to get away with that? Right. Show you know, but she's yeah. like, here, Asia, you do it. But don't. But but I want to ask you this, like like. We all know the truth, but like the way it is laid out and the way RuPaul lays it out is that her decision is final, 100% final on who wins this. Mm-mm. Don't you think she's showing some favoritism when it comes to Aquaria, though? Because Absolutely. like if if I was, hell, if I was Vixen, I wouldn't have wasted all my time on Eureka. I'd be paying attention to Aquaria because mm-hmm. that's who fucking uh, who yeah. RuPaul has her eye on. And it's weird because she doesn't often crack. Like she doesn't often, you know, um, like uh let her emotions out you can see like. the hearts coming but, from her head yes, and popping like, into they're, little they're little angels. birds yeah. and little bluebirds and blue jays like i would argue that rupaul is also being extra kind to eureka because of the injury from last season well yes i think you know you have i you know i feel like that's starting to well because the thing is is like they were super unhappy with the fact that she broke her uh knee yeah 
Like, I'm sure they were. Like, that production was not thrilled Mm -hmm. with the fact that there was an ACL and that Mm -hmm. that, I mean, because that could have been, if Eureka was smart, that could have been. But I'm sure they signed something in that like hundred page contract. Where like, like, do you think like like I'm if sure you die, you can't do anything? I, 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 maybe sure. I, I, mean, I bet you're right. I, I, I bet you're right. The only queen who's read it word for word and would cite things was Acid Betty, being like, "No, you can't force us to shut yeah. up. You you legally cannot." It says this in the contract. She said she was like, "It's a suggestion for us to be quiet mm-hmm. when we're not on stage. We don't have to do it." it I read the so. contract. Oh, I'm yelling at all the girls individually. Mm -hmm. Like you should have, you should have read your fucking contract. Oh, I love that. I bet they changed that in the contract. I bet they said you have to shut up now. (laughs) I mean, I, I, I heard that they changed the contract for season 10, like made it like super like complicated, more complicated than ever. But, um, I'm sure that they put some liability clause. I would want to get a lawyer to read it. I mean, there's a fucking sign at the, like the (laughs) runway here at, at DragCon that's like, Wow presents and you know World of Wonder and da 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 have you know take no responsibility like you walk on the runway at your own risk and oh it's like, yeah they know. want their hands clear yeah they're, they're walking around like this mm-hmm. yeah absolutely um I think that they're just they're banking on Eureka not calling a lawyer mm-hmm. because she could you know she could she could literally own this mm-hmm. show um but uh like aquarius good like, thing um, she's from the south and it's yeah. dumb like asia could have when she was like when she was i own rupaul's drag race now mm-hmm. <laughs> like, right, yeah that right. was the first thing yeah. she said i bet i bet eureka was like oh, i should have done that tell me um so asia wins the challenge yeah of course which, she lost the tooth she had to right and so she wins a two thousand dollar gift card to sparkle rhinestone um, which when I heard that that was the prize, I was like, what a waste of time. This. She'll make good use of it though. She will. Yeah. Rhinestones absolutely. are like on everything she owns. Yes. But I wouldn't want a gift card for them. Like well, maybe why she, you know, I, I'll buy Rhinestones. I, I can afford gonna, these cause I'll be yeah. rich. Like <laughs> well, they're also not that expensive. This is like a year supply of burgers. Mm-hmm. Kind of gift. This, well, is, depends. this is like tickets to that fucking yeah. stupid play that they try to give tickets to. <laughs> Oh my god! Two tickets to Jersey Boys. Like, <laughs> no. What did Eureka win? Yeah, it, she won like. Oh, somebody did. It was like, like humanity. Yeah, yeah. Just something real dumb that no one wants to see. It, I hate when they give them these like four day vacations because it's like, yeah, when are they going to have time to use this? <laughs> like after this, they're booked and you know have to hustle. You know before I would do my know. vacations like my maternity. I'd get them all done at the beginning. I'd be like, I want, I want to line them up and then I'll tour out. After I get done with my right? uh, big gay owls cruise, mm-hmm. <laughs> I bet you anything. I think because I remember when Kimchi won <laughs> her three hundred or three thousand dollars or whatever from selfie on a stick. Like they gave her the check the day that the episode aired. Oh, and also she like went, she's like, I got my money. I'm sure there's still bitches waiting on their trips from season five, mm-hmm. six, seven, Fifi, and eight. Fifi you know? didn't get her cruise for ages. Well, they're not letting someone mentally unstable on a boat. <laughs> Um, Team Tyra. Team Tyra. Team Tyra. (laughs) No. I remember when uh, Ginger won something that was like, you know, however many night stays, and it was one night. Literally one night, but there were like five or six of them that were available to you, but you could only do one at a time. Get Wait, what? Mm-hmm. It was that like Best Western or something. Yeah, out of here. One of the and yeah. the queens are racing to be on this show. I know. Mm-mm. Time to reevaluate. I'd sell that voucher on eBay. <laughs> 
like that's the thing. It's like it's like a hundred thousand dollars might be a lot of money, but but in the 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 maxi challenge uh, gifts or whatever, that shit seems cheap as fuck. Mm -hmm. That seems like they're going to like their local grocer. They're like, hey, Whole Foods, give us a gift card. Well, (laughs) see, but like the Postmates one, that was good. Like that's what a was that two grand two thousand dollars yeah like that's, that's okay. good or like if they did an Amazon thing like it just give them a g- cash but like I'm trying to delete post we do talk I'm about trying this to delete post do, do you overuse it oh too much girl. we barely use it like I got it for double A batteries the other day oh and I funny. live two blocks from a Rite Aid <laughs> can I okay see oh. we live across the street from Rite Aid and I've postmated from the Rite Aid <laughs> and the KFC. Across the street from our apartment, which we've also talked about. Well, that would. Well, listen, I would. If there was a KFC across the street, I would. I would walk to it because that would be. You you only deserve it if you walk to it. I don't want to put on clothes. (laughs) I'm only wearing clothing now because you're here. I hear you, Queen. And we're staying with Jiggly, and that you know, like I can't do that to other people. But no, I'm like I have to put something on. No, no. Well, I hope she enjoys her rhinestones. I know. <laughs> and, you know, her loose teeth. Um, we're going to take a break, but when we come back, we're going to talk about the runway and the this share thing that they did. Uh, another musical. <laughs> Don't you just love it? Um, well, stick around. We'll be right back. Oh, hi, it's me, Robert. And I have a question. Do you shop on Amazon? If so, you can be a supporter of our show. Just go to grizzlykiki.com and click the Amazon button in our menu. Anytime you shop on Amazon using our link, we'll get a small commission on everything you buy. And it's free. There's no cost to you as the money comes out of Amazon's pocket, not yours. So bookmark it, use it, and every time you buy from Amazon, you'll be helping us keep the kiki going. So we're back, and it's time to talk about Cher, the unauthorized musical. Another one. A live singing Cher-tacular. How many musicals do they have to do in one season? Was was there another musical this season? Farmer-rusical. Oh, yeah. Farmer-rusical. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot, and I feel like there were better singers earlier. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. You know? Also, like... You just did a. Sh- I'm just gonna say, even though we got like you did a musical based on Cher, yeah, and and it was bad, and this was bad, and it wasn't the girls that made it bad. No, I was. I don't think there was a single girl. There was one. Well, who just sucked, <laughs> and I hate to say that she sucked, but this was bad. Like yeah. the stuff that they were given, it was stupid. I, I thought the whole like this type of Cher and that. You know what? When they the the one that was really good was. What the one about RuPaul? That that was was, that was good. That was really good. What happened? Well, do you think because they she did RuPaul did plug the share musical that's going to be coming to Broadway soon. You think they like? I think they probably were like, listen, you can do an unauthorized whatever your bullshit is, but you better (laughs) talk about our show in Mm -hmm. some capacity. I just I there's a powerful woman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't care for it, but I guess let's get into how each girl did. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so let's start with Cameron. She was given a uh, 60s share. Mm-hmm. And I don't really remember her performance. I remember her high water bell bottoms as perfectly displaying her nude pumps. I'm like, uh, bell bottoms would go past your shoes, bitch. And you wouldn't wear pumps. No, you wouldn't Not wear a nude pumps. Pump. No. Yeah. I mean You were a hippie. Yeah. I I'm so over like, her. 
<laughs> it's weird because I feel like everybody else's outfit looked like because I'm sure that they're told these are the shares that they're going to get. Yeah. Beforehand. Because, yeah. But I wonder what they do with the girls that they've eliminated because mm-hmm. every girl has to get something. Well, we got to think about like uh, because they, they doubled up the 70s share, didn't they? Then they give the two girls. So, mm-hmm. so the thing is, they probably would have just doubled them up or like. Had, so do you think that they were like. They assign like this many girls to sixty share. Girl, yeah. Okay, all right, that makes sense. And honestly, I'm gonna okay. So I guess we can say what we want. The more Cameron talks, the less I like him. But she started talking on this episode. I know, and I'm over it. Um, <laughs> but outside of the, I just feel like they didn't give her anything. I think that anything that she does at this point is a shock that she could do it. So I'm tired of like being like, hey, well done for being present finally. Like <laughs> it's like at those like church revivals where it's like they put their hand lay their hand on you and like you you know speak tongues and it's like <gasps> Cameron speaks. She's yeah. not a mute anymore. Yeah. Like this is a miracle, you know? Like um I, Yeah, I'm over. I, I thought the look like she looked like from the from the hem of the bell bottoms up. It looked it looked good. Yeah, it looked good. Um, I was surprised that she actually did somewhat of a share voice and like sounded just okay because, because during rehearsal she seemed to struggle. Like she exactly. wasn't gonna get there. Yeah, right. Um, I, it was okay. Yeah, yeah. But that's all we can say about her is that she's just okay. Mm-hmm. And then what about her look on the runway? I loved it. Oh, you mean the no glitter? Oh, my God. Oh, you yeah. mean the no glitter? Because <laughs> glitter fabric is ugly. She was gorgeous. Yeah. She looked amazing. Like, this is the, that's the prettiest mm-hmm. that she's ever been this whole season. I, I hated hair, it. Her hair clip you looks did? like an elf ear. And I don't know why. That's the part that pisses because me off Because she most. was pretty for because once, and you were like, oh, this is weird. I don't... No, she's been pretty. I it's feel like she pretty this before. This is the face. She look like a man. This is... <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to know? I hate you. Do you want to know something? I thought her prettiest was when she was dressed as China. I don't know what that says about me. You're from New Jersey. Well, China was a handsome woman. She was yes. <laughs> she has. A, she had a very good smoky I eye. I thought she did a great, great. China too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I was a China fan was of China when I was a she, fan of wrestling. She got the voice down. Yeah, which is very important. Yeah. Um, I loved it. As, as, like rose gold. I think it's a nice choice. You know, I think a lot of people would go with like gold or silver or some other uh-huh. sequ- sequiny thing. But I just thought it was really pretty. The the like um, harem pant, like it was nipped in at the bottom. Yeah. You know, like it it was. It it was kind of like disco-y to me. But can I let my truth real quick? Yeah. Yes. Like, I just did a really great interview with Tyra Sanchez that mm-hmm. I wasn't allowed to broadcast because I said I wouldn't. And um, she was talking about how she doesn't understand the no tits thing. I have to co-sign to that. Okay. Like, I'm tired of just seeing your boob contour, and that's what we get. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. put some fucking tits in. Like, just... Fix your tits. Just... Fix your tits. <laughs> I don't. I've I've realized it's a thing now. I've done it like once, but it was because I didn't like how tits look with what I was wearing. But um, I don't. It like Cameron. I thought looked good without tits because I feel like there's something about like that that scarab tattoo. Like it just yeah. kind of worked. But a lot of girls. I mean, it's also like not every woman <coughs> or female presenting person. Has, has a boobies has a, you know or it's it's flat you know so it, it is kind of representative but i get what you're saying where it's like you are kind of used to a certain 
idea of shapes. The hourglass is going away, I feel like. And I mean, that's the beauty of... I feel female impersonation mm-hmm. is the fact that you can have that come up and see me sometime yeah. frame. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I mean, it's part of the fun. Yeah. You know, it's one of those things where it's like, well, if I'm not putting in tits, mm-hmm. then why am I even doing this? Why did you hate her look so much? I think I'm, I think I'm tired of her. The same yeah. way you Over. are. Over. Shut your mouth, Cameron. And her look was fine. I just am tired of her. Shut your mouth and yeah. walk around topless because that's where you're interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Fix your tits. Fix your tits. Let's talk about. It's let's, so applicable. <laughs> let's talk about Monet. I think she was next. Oh. Um, oh, no. It was the Vixen, wasn't it? I don't know. What do you have? Oh, it here? looked like you went past her. Let's go with Monet first. Yes. So Monet and the Vixen are given 70s share. Mm-hmm. What did we think of Monet's 70s share? I liked it. I, oh, here's what I liked about it. I liked about... I, oh, this is the part of the, the musical that I enjoyed because it was... It is her, like, most controversial looks, mm-hmm. like when she would wear put, the yeah, headdress. Put on the, yeah, the Native American headdress. And for mm-hmm. it to be, like, cultural appropriation. It was like, funny. It was funny. Yeah. yeah. Um. I like Monet. So mm-hmm. it's hard for me. Like, we've only seen, well, I didn't like her mermaid look. That was fucking a mess. But, like, I always enjoy her. Mm-hmm. And there's yeah. something about her. So, like, even because she had a great snatch game, it was easy for me to forgive that mm-hmm. awful mermaid look. Right. So, like, I liked it. I liked mm-hmm. the share thing. It was good. I thought, like, it, it was just really smart, like you were saying, how they, you know, were like, cultural appropriation didn't exist. It wasn't a word that we knew, you know? It was, mm-hmm. And she mm-hmm. played We that, called it fashion, bitch. Exactly. Yeah. She played it so well. Um, yeah. I, you know, I don't understand why the dress was so short. That's the oh, only was thing. it short? It was like this white... See, some of these things, I feel like they were like, oh, wait, you know, you need to wear this. Because I feel like... There's a length issue. Yeah. With like Cameron's and Monet's. But they like Cameron's matched way too well with the Sunny that, that was playing with her. I bet um, that I bet they had costume I, I pieces. I feel like they there. had certain things. I bet they had things like that were likened yeah. to share. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Did anyone think that that first Sonny looked like Wang Newton? Does yes, everyone know who he that did is? look like Wang Newton. Yeah. Like um, Wang Newton. We're not mispronouncing not Wayne Wayne Newton. Newton. Wang Newton. W-A-N-G. Look him up. Newton. Is that a king? Yes. Yes, he's a king, yes. and he um, he reports on things yeah, yeah, a lot. Yeah. It's very... Oh, um, I love it. He shows up, and he looks like an, like an Asian uh, game show host. Oh, I love well, it. Well, I think he's supposed to look like an Asian Wayne Newton. Well, that's the, oh, that's well. the point. <laughs> um, but uh, something about this first... Sunny was yeah. very Wang Newton. Yes. Um, I didn't love, so I liked, I loved Monet as Cher. Yeah. I thought it was mm-hmm. great. I didn't love um, the thing on her head in her runway look. Wait, you, did you not like her Lucy Stool realness? Yeah. Is this Lucy Stool realness? Girl, yes, showing that body, mm-hmm. showing that real body. No, I'm talking just about the just thing on her the head. Piece. Just the thing I on her head. I loved it. It looked that like, that bothered um, me. Everything else was It looked cute. like a sailor's hat. To me, to it me? was to me it was very like uh uh oh shit what's Kevin that? Aviance? What is that? Liza Minnelli, Bob Fosse, a Bob? What's that fucking show where she's where she's Liza like, with a Z? Like she's super famous for it. Liza she was very young. Liza with a Z? No, she was very young. Cabaret, cabaret. That's oh, God, that like what's wrong with me? we got there. We did. We got there, but it took a minute. It should not have taken that long. Um. 
You mean the whole look? No, I thought that for some reason the headpiece like, oh. seemed like oh. very cabaret to me. Like I said, I oh, think I it looks it a little like bit. a, it it looks a, little like a little military hat. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought Monet was so sexy. Like they they read her. They did. For they that. read her for film, and I don't think she deserved it. It's because it. they didn't like seeing the boy body. Is that what it was? Well, they were like, we can see the t- like the stuff that she because she was just nude. Yeah, like, no padding. Right, right, right. Nothing. So you know, I think she used certain bits of tape. Did like, you see dick? No, I think she she was tucked, but yeah. I think it just that it was so transparent that you could see things, but like right. they were nipple covers. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm like, you see nipple covers. It's so funny to me when they pick apart someone's look like this one, mm-hmm. um, but they don't say anything about like Cameron having high waters mm-hmm. or yeah. um you know, the like how they picked apart Asia Asia's look because of her shoes. Yeah. You know, they they don't they don't pay attention to everything. Yeah. I just think that Monet's so. look was bald and I think that her uh-huh. thickness is beautiful. I think that like she I think that mm-hmm. she's got curves in the right places. And I mean the only thing that I would do would I would I would have cinched my my waist in some way. A smidge. At least. Like it's, put on some kind of a black spank mm-hmm. or something. It reminds me of what Alexis did for the um like like club kid thing where she did um, the body stocking and the corset and they just they weren't crazy about that. Well this Alexis is, is awful, so it makes sense. <laughs> I'm on that show, I'm sure she's very nice in she real life. Is Actually, lovely. I've had dozens of people let me know how nice she is in real life. I get it. Um, I loved it and I you know, Monet is also my favorite, and she gave me the tightest hug ever today at at yeah, setup because we we, we have not seen Monet since before the announcement, and yeah. oh, wow. she came up and just gave me like I, like I felt like my back was gonna break, and I just felt all the love. And oh, I, that's nice. I love Monet so much. We yeah. like she's. Incredible. Well, yeah. We love Monet. So yeah. yeah, you knew our girls are very culty, so it makes yeah. sense. But yeah. it's different with Monet. We had with, mayhem, so yeah. But <laughs> Monet. Oh, whoops! <laughs> Isn't it terrible that they call her Mayhem Miller? Aren't you? <laughs> that's mean. Aren't you more like representing through the vixen? Isn't? Don't you feel the like? The thing is, I just don't think I'll ever shake the fact that um, my 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 Chicago roots and I and I and I. The thing is, I honestly think that vixen would probably be the last queen to get on the show in Chicago that I would even know. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, like everyone else that I know is already famous and has done it. Mm-hmm. You right. know, I mean, there's certain queens that were around that probably won't be going any further and that's mm-hmm. fine. But, mm-hmm. you know, I well, think like, I think like regarding my loyalty, the Vixen might probably be the last queen, but, mm-hmm. but yes, I, I'm a Chicago gal. Mm. Yeah. What'd you think, Robert? Um, oh, well, let's talk about the Vixen. Oh, d- did you say what you felt about? I did. Yeah, okay, she hated her hat. Oh, you hated yeah, her Yeah, I hated hat. her hat. I loved everything else, but I also okay. love Monet. That's so smoky that. though. It's gorgeous. Um, but we've seen it, though. We have seen, we well, have seen well, it. Well, this was like something, it was like we, little we, bombs. Little bombs went off in her eyes because it was just like, <laughs> poof. Yeah. Um, but like we saw it with the infamous sponge dress mm-hmm. and all that, too. So it's like, <laughs> all right, we get it. You can, you can paint your eyes black. I hope she has it on display at her booth. I That'd wonder if awesome. she's just going to have tons of sponges. I just wanted to be sitting on like a Can sponge. Can you imagine uh, if uh, her booth is just huge, like uh, Scotch Bright sponges, like I, the walls? I want a chaise lounge that looks like a uh. sponge. <laughs> she needs to ride that wave. Mind you, Drag Con Eve, we have not seen a single thing yet. <laughs> like, I, so. I feel True. like there was a, I feel, I feel like FedEx has fucked up a lot. 
Oh, a lot yeah. of people. A lot of people got <laughs> fucked over today, but we'll see tomorrow. Yeah. FedEx was fucking everyone, mm-hmm. saying "fuck my drag," right? So the vixen, um, the vixen, as uh, as seventy share. Um, I didn't mind her performance. I I I remember when I was watching it. I remember thinking, "Wow, she has a lot of." Um, uh, restraint when she dances yeah because mm-hmm. you can really see that when someone is performing um and i saw that with her performance tonight so yeah. i thought it was great i thought the the hair was perfect i thought the outfit was beautiful and yeah. she was she was picking and, and you know on the runway on the during critiquing she said i picked when share was on the 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 jackson's yeah show, when, when, when she had when them well, when she had a variety when, show when, the, when yeah. the jackson five were on her show mm-hmm. And she performed with them. And yeah. I, kn- I know that performance mm-hmm. very well. And I thought the Vixen nailed it. Like, she did all of Cher's moves. And she even yeah. said, you know, like, she does this. Like, it, like uh, you know, in her critique, it was more, you know, she was talking about how she tried to channel Cher's movements in that particular performance. Because she was pretty sure that nobody would pick that 70s Cher. Yeah. And nobody else did. And see, and also I feel like it's, it's situations like these, as the drag queens get a lot younger, there are certain moments of Cher's career that are notoriously iconic mm-hmm. that you will never forget. Mm-hmm. Yep. Her 60s variety show isn't necessarily that. And I feel like when Paul was coming through and talking to everybody about it, and she was talking to Vixen about it, I feel like Vixen was kind of in a headspace where she's like, I don't, I know Cher. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know if this is Cher that I know. Yeah. And for RuPaul to be like, well, she's very, that, that's very iconic to me. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. like, bitch, you a hundred years old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and all the girls were right, saying, right, I right, know right. this Cher. I know that Cher. But she picked a Cher that, you know, probably double her age at the age of that. Yeah, absolutely. I didn't, Um, I mean, I will say uh, for the judgment in general tonight, I think I didn't understand the reliance on, Oh, well you weren't really giving share or all. It's like, it's a musical. Do you want like, Mm-hmm. You know, uh, like Jack Two Thousand share no, the whole time. Want, oh, oh, like, that's yeah. all they want. Also, they it's all, like oh. I'm I'm not even counting the singing because this is stupid. Right? These are not like in this country. Drag queens do. No, really, it is not in in Chile. All the queens sing live. Yeah. In the UK. In the UK, they sing live. Not all of but, Charlie Hyde is lying because not all of them sing live. No, Most but there's but there's a number but, but of there, girls that there do. Is Majority a, yeah. of them. Yeah. In yeah. this country. I roll my eyes every time a girl sings live. It's not like, you know, and, and there there are more queens that sing than should. <laughs> and then there are those queens who are singers. When, are, channel when is our drag. single dropping? Are we going to drop a single? We should drop later. a single. Yeah. Do you want to record one tonight? We should record it tonight. I can do a, I can do a song. Do you want me to do I'm song? warmed up and ready to go. <laughs> if it has a spot for a Velociraptor <laughs> scream, I'll do that. Because that's... Hey, we're writing it. We can right? do whatever we want. Yeah. Um, well, let's talk about her glitter, though. Perfect. Because, look, this is the thing. You know she made that. It's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. It looks like a birdcage. She's an artist, and this was, I think, one of her strongest looks. It was so fun to watch from the mm-hmm. beginning to the end. Mm-hmm. She stuck true when I had her on the Tony Soto show. She said anything that was on, you knew, was a tearaway, so you knew that that was going to come mm-hmm. off. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I just, I just feel like she did... I don't feel like she was bottom material no, this week. I just feel like the far. show was done with her. Yeah. I yeah. mean, uh, her runway look deserved to save her from and the her, bottom two. And her share performance didn't 
hurt her no. to make her no. bomb. They were like, well, you right. didn't sound like her. It's like, fuck you. They're not supposed to sound like Cher. And honestly, if you want to promote a stupid musical, do it in the commercials. Don't build a whole challenge out of it where you're asking these girls to do something that is it, it's just so far removed. And 60s fucking Cher is not <laughs> Cher. And that's what no. Cameron was doing. Uh, right. That didn't come until much later. No, right? I mean, and listen, she, it's not even that. Like, like you listen to I Got You, Babe. That is so much different than if you go mm-hmm. to when she's doing her, her 1970s uh, 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 Gypsies, Tramps, and Thieves. Yeah. Right. That's, that's when her, her own auto-tuning began. So irritating. <laughs> it's like she auto-tunes herself. But um, and I honestly, I think the Vixen was incredible. I loved her performance. I thought that this is the most interesting thing she's worn on the runway. Yeah. The best she's looked, that hair... And also the glitter on the top of the wig. Like it was just from head to toe. It was literally one of the most interesting things I've seen. on. Drag she Race. wasn't a winner, but she definitely wasn't a loser yeah. this week. Right. Um, next is Aquaria and she got variety show share. Um, I think that this, the judging of this performance is proof of the favoritism that mm-hmm. you were talking about. Earlier. Yeah, absolutely. Because she was um, weak. Mm-hmm. Like, her share perform. I mean, this girl probably d- doesn't know that much about mm-hmm. share, and she had disco share, right? Mm-hmm. Which is an iconic share. Yeah, it's also the look that she did. It's it's such a it's it's one of those images where she's there with the like the um the ISIS wing cape, you mm-hmm. know, and and then like the the like wire bra, and it's just it's such an iconic moment in yeah. Cher's career. Mm-hmm. I don't remember Cher wearing hot pants. <laughs> In fact, I think Cher was just wearing like a pussy flower. Yeah. Like the hot <laughs> pants ruined it for me. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even think about that, but you're right. It was very Rocky yeah. Horror, uh, the monster mm-hmm. type. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was yeah, like, yeah. wait a minute. Why did she steal that from oh, Dusty's Oh, that's wardrobe? why you said that earlier. No. no oh, is that not why you said that? something but else. Robert, remind, like, I feel, I was like, wait a minute. Did Dusty leave some of her wardrobe behind? <laughs> wow. No, but it's not shady. Because honestly, I think, like, Dusty to me is like when we interviewed her is this you know tall like a lollipop with hair like a beautiful that's lollipop how she with describes hair. herself yeah and I don't think I've ever seen a queen wear hot pants the way that Dusty Ray Bottoms does she wears them beautifully yeah mm. they she just she knows what to do with a hot pant and this looked like a very tight gold diaper yeah it's and it's not supposed to be a pant it's supposed to be a panty it's a panty yeah and honestly and it's, a, it's like a, a metal panty right honestly it was like. Outside of the headdress and what she did with her eyes, it's not that remarkably of a shimmery, glittery outfit for her runway either. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm Mm -hmm. sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, So, like, she did a super mediocre performance, and her runway was less than stellar. Mm -hmm. But I can't fault RuPaul for having a boner for her, because I do too. Because the thing is, it's like, the more Cameron talks, the more I'm like, shut the fuck up. The more we get to know Aquaria and she comes out of her shell, the more I'm like, you are do- adorable. Like, like, yeah, like you can mm-hmm. be unstoppable. I yeah. hope that you use your power for good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I dumped you math. <laughs> yeah, please don't. 
Um, it's you know, it's funny when we heard that she was cast on the show, we got nervous because we know that she's not great at speaking on a mic. And um, and I was like, they're they're gonna fuck with her. The yeah. editing is gonna fuck with her. Um, and this they're it's not. Ref- it's refreshing and it's great to see mm-hmm. her coming out of her shell, learning to be funny, enjoying all of these moments, and just like. You know, I I'd had no idea that she was so introverted. Yeah. So yeah, finding that out is also interesting. Yeah. She could have worn this. She, she could have absolutely. Daniel just pulled worn up a photo uh, from the. It's the single artwork mm-hmm. for Take, uh, me, Take home. me Home. Yes, I know it well because I've been she looking looks for like that. She's very vinyl. Princess Leia. Yes, it's very that. Yeah. She could have. Yeah, no. It, and she now that I see the that, in a like a fucking lightning bolt. Yeah, her. She basically Aquaria had gold granny panties on. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But I love you, Aquaria. That's I hope I'm you like, don't think I don't because I do. But you know, she's young, and I think she's doing great. So yeah, I mean, this runway look is proof of that. And they 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 gave her a weird critique for this. What they did they were, say to her? They? Um, I think they said something about like this the because okay, so what she did, she created veils of rhinestones that covered her eyes, so it looked yeah. like her eyes were rhinestones, which. It was really interesting because I was like, how the hell is she doing that? And Robert thinks that they're attached to her lashes somehow. Yeah. Um, but I think Michelle critiqued her saying that she wasn't too crazy. Like, it looked sloppy. And I was like, well, it, it, honestly, the thing is, is when, when they were an untucked and when you would got close, mm-hmm. she, you could she purposely put her bang low because her eyebrows, I think, were literal Latina, Chicana. Probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And. It, it was an interesting look, but you could tell that maybe she covered the eye too soon and didn't finish she, like, everything. Skipped, she skipped some yeah. things, yeah. Also, yeah. that moment in Untucked where she's talking to the sofa. Oh, God, she's <laughs> and they're so like, cute. They're like, you're talking to nobody. And she's like, okay, I'm going to continue. <laughs> like, honestly, she's she's growing. She's yeah. growing on and you can see like, it. visibly. Um, and RuPaul's growing in other ways. But she was bottom material this time. Mm-hmm. She should have been bottom. RuPaul yeah. wants her to be bottom material. <laughs> Ooh. Sorry. I just, it's... <laughs> Ooh. Let's move on to Eureka. And I wish that I had taken a screen capture of how Eureka looked in her rock star share look. Because that's where the Rocky Horror Picture Show reference uh-huh. came in. I thought that Eureka was painted like Frankenfurter. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, no. Nope. the hair I, didn't yep. help. Yep, I nope. see Also, okay, so she did Turn Back Time, which I love fat share. I, I just say fat. I don't know if that's <laughs> offensive. I love fat Turn Back Time share. It is one of my favorite things. I love a like a bigger share impersonator for whatever reason. I like it better than a thin one. In yeah. that particular body that suit. Per- like that yes. particular, mm-hmm. it's like when big girls do Selena and do the, the purple crisscross like pant jumpsuit. I live. Yeah. I feel I, like we're just writing a love letter to Delta work right now. Because <laughs> like Delta work has, you know, done. And she, and she deserves that love yeah, letter. She's incredible. <laughs> um, but back to you. Okay. So Cher had two tattoos on her ass cheeks, dead center of Is roses. That what that was? It looked like she had her period. I feel like yeah, because it was back. red. But it was in. It was literally like it straddled her ass. Crack. It was being eaten by her butt. Yeah, which but might have like, been a joke. I hope. Is that so. a joke? I don't like, know. If your butt gets bigger, will the tattoo get eaten by your ass crack? Well, no, because the tattoos are going to move away. Because they're they're going to the tattoos are going to separate I'm trying, from one another. Now Wait I'm trying a to put a time lapse in my head about. I, uh, 
wait a minute. Yeah. Doesn't Cher have an entire rose tattooed? It's not just a rose like it's it's two three inch high roses. Okay, one on each cheek. Yeah, it's a noticeably big. But she got rid of them. Oh, did they're she? not. Uh, yeah, she lasered them off. They're not there anymore. Rich bitch. But in the in the turn back time video, when she is, you know, you see them on her butt. But in Eureka's case, they were receding into her ass crack. But that obviously has to be a part of the bodysuit. It was just a very weird thing because I was like, why is it red? If it's a fat joke, it needs to be explained to me. Yes. Yeah. That's Can we unpack this process though? Because she's such an annoying bitch. Um, when they were rehearsing, <laughs> oh my god, my struggles. Like, I'm sorry, but does everything have to be a route to something that happened bad to her in her life? Does everything have to be trauma? Like, girl, do your choreography and use your words, or leave the show. Yeah. Like, like, what kind of privilege ass shit is it? Like, oh, I can't get the words, so can I just do um what all the other girls? Can I just get away with not doing what all the other girls did? It's like, right. See, get, there they are. Oh yeah, but they're in the middle. Oh, they're at the top of her butt mm-hmm. cheeks. Okay. I just feel like, but, but but maybe Cher grew out this way, and so it just pushed them in. Oh, so her ass cheeks are curled. They're like she has ingrown ass cheeks. Okay, yeah. so it was a fat joke that needed to be explained. Okay, yeah, good to know. Well, we'll see her. But we'll anyway, she struggled mm-hmm. because she's in her head because she's Jan Brady. And when the light goes on, she gets nervous. But all it takes <laughs> right. is for someone... She's Tinkerbell. All it takes is for a little applause. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But when we talk about the share fucking performance, when she came on, I was like, oh, she's going to bomb. I was so <laughs> happy. I was like, this is the day where she's going to bomb. And she was bombing. Mm-hmm. And then someone laughed. And she did good. She did good. She did well. Now, I have to say this about the, the rehearsal part, because I feel like they were making her out to be a brat. Now, I honestly think, like, if you would just slow down production and have them work on choreography, have them work on learning the words, and then bring it together, you get better results, and you would want a better show. But that's not what they want. Mm-hmm. They want it to look like a shit show, yeah. so these girls look stupid. And also, Todrick's a shitty teacher. Yeah. Like, Todrick is a savant, and he has such power, like such creative ability to come off off the cuff mm-hmm. and do it himself. Bitch, not everyone's like you. They need to stop. I have not enjoyed a single bring crazy time Lucian back. That he's like <laughs> been a part, like a, a a like creative person, like with the girls. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. no. And I just saw his uh, return to Oz or whatever, or uh, straight out of Oz. Yeah. Oh, the, the first documentary. One. Yeah. Oh, oh, I haven't seen that. Yet. It's on Netflix. Oh wow, you really I'm, do watch all. The I do. I watch a lot. I'm mm-hmm. super impressed by him, though, as a performer and a mm-hmm. creator. But then I see him try to educate other people or teach other people. And I'm like, you don't get it. You think everyone, you remind me of my fucking dad. Mm-hmm. Show me once and then you should know. Mm-hmm. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. Triggered me. The- I have trauma too, Eureka. I know, you know, okay, and this is the thing, like, my father forced me to sing, and it's like, I, and I don't make fun of other people's traumas, but, like, if I put all of mine together and just relied on them every day, I wouldn't swing my feet out of bed. I would be like, nope, nope, never again. I'd just die in bed. Right. Never happening. And it's like, I just... It's kind of like you are misusing your traumas. As people of color, we don't unpack our traumas like that. We and don't. I think no. I think when they have white girls on the show, white they ask love them, showing their shit. They ask them to unpack the their trauma. 
Because they cry easy. Only recently have I been acknowledging the fact that I have abandonment issues because my brother never come, came to hang out with me when I was a child. And it feels very foreign. I won't mm-hmm. say white. To it feel feels it. foreign to, to let talk yourself about feel it. it. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, or yep. it's like, you know, you look back, like I, I look back on things sometimes and I'm like, wow. And like nothing terrible ever happened to me, but you know, just like interactions and things like that. And I'm like, that's not, oh, wow. Oh, that really bothers me now. Because in the moment, I'm like, well, no, like you're a kid. You're raised a certain way. When it's specifically, I think like when you're, you know, a person of color, and in my case, Puerto Rican, it's like, why would you question what your parents are saying? Why would you, you know, not, not, not do something? Like, it, it's just such a weird thing you look back on it and you're like, oh, it's kind of like that drag race contract. Yeah. It's a suggestion. Like, right. I might get punished, but I could still do that. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and, um, it's, there is a, oh, it's so terrible. I feel like people of color have to struggle so much in general, regardless of your level of privilege. And right. I think that you just develop a, um, like a, a strength that you kind of don't even realize you have because you're taught that you're not strong it's yeah. coping. society well, and but, it, but it's not just coping it is strength but i think that it it is it's not recognized as strength right you know anyway it's something that i realize specifically in in these cases where you see these queens of color who are like okay shake it off just you know i dealt with it well there's a huge well there's a huge like we have to like take into consideration this contrast between the vixen and eureka mm-hmm. eureka is and everyone's like oh eureka mm-hmm. oh you poor bitch vixen's like leave me alone i'm fine and everyone's like well you're fucking mm-hmm. it's like yeah so so that blubbery mess is better and blubbering mm-hmm. not blubbery i'm so sorry blubbering mess <laughs> oh my god don't worry i'm sure she'd Tommy. make a joke out of it if you uh, said it but that 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 uh blubbering mess is 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 more interesting and and more worth my empathy than someone who obviously has has been ridiculed for showing emotions so much mm-hmm. that she refuses to yeah get the fuck out or of here which narrative is own. which narrative is more interesting mm-hmm. not that crying fucking grown ass man right right which, thank you eureka for saying it because some of these men don't realize that mm-hmm. um what do we think of her runway? let's talk about her runway <laughs> quit drawing on your face i know stop drawing on your stupid face it was a beautiful <laughs> it was a beautiful painting and then she took that white pencil and that silver silver pencil or whatever. Oh yeah. And did these like uh like cats the musical. But whiskers. this has been a thing that she's been doing. I know. But this like, is this is the most white tro- chocolate drizzle we've gotten. It's yeah. been a build. Like yes. you could tell it's been like fucking uh Dusty's dumb dots. Oh where it was like oh she's my. like, she just put a little bit because Michelle said don't do it. So I put a little bit. And then as it progresses, it's like dots. It's <laughs> what this is. The dress was lovely, though. It was yes. very pretty. And I like this loaf. I like this loaf. I hate the loaves. You do? The thing she glues to her heads. You do? Yeah, girl, I like this one, and I don't know if because it had a thing in the front, so it almost connected, so it wasn't loafish on one side. Well, the loaf is melting into her head. It is. That's definitely I the love, effect it looked like a, You know what it yeah. is? It her loafs are normally like baguettes, and this one was more, <laughs> more like a nice... 
like yeasty roll. Oh, <laughs> that well, because you know we're hungry, no, aren't we? Like, <laughs> well, you know. Okay, something you know, like the bread when you bake it and you put like you cut you cut the like cross into it so it vents. That was the thing that was melting. Okay, oh. I'm not even going there. I will. This I'll take my I'll take my French bread extra yeasty, but, but please. You, That's welcome. fucking disgusting. <laughs> that oh. should be a drink. just welcome to the stage. Yeasty, yeasty, um, yeasty loaf. <laughs> You're fucking disgusting. I loved her silver loaf because it was rounded. It was just much more um, like Cracker's ball on the first episode. Oh, oh, oh. Actually, her two balls. See, the thing is, when it comes to Eureka, I just like, I am in the same mind frame as Vixen. I just know that as sweet as she is in real life, that working with her would be impossible for me because I don't have the patience for it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this season I've had to really eat a lot of crow because I've had to say she's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's turning it out. Yeah. She's doing amazingly. Mm-hmm. And so this one, I'm like, oh, thank God. She's not doing good. <laughs> I can finally say something. You know? Looking for a reason. Yeah. And she still didn't get to the bottom. I like this dress a lot. It's nice. I made you this but dress. But it's the dress I'm going to wear tomorrow to drag on. So. <laughs> I like I like mine better because it has scallops at the hem before the flounce. But oh, okay. Straight hem flounces are basic. Mm-hmm. No, I'm kidding. But, um, it's like if a mermaid dress were a disco ball. That's what mm-hmm. it reminds me of. I and, didn't really uh, make rhinestones it. that big. Yeah, they make them in all sizes. It was just super fluid, like from the nails to the jewelry. It was very cohesive. Except for the white chocolate drizzle. Yeah, someone should Honey Boo Boo was last week. Yeah, exactly. Who's next? Um, Well, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the rest of the runway and a lot of the little like interpersonal relationship stuff that was on this episode. Ooh. Um, So stick around. We'll be right back. Today's episode is brought to you by Quip, an innovative oral care brand that makes it easier than ever to maintain a healthy brushing routine. The simple secret to great oral health is good technique, consistent brushing, and regular upkeep. Do away with the myth that more power and features means a better clean by trying out their beautifully designed electric toothbrushes. They also take the guesswork out of replacing your toothbrush by delivering a new head and fresh batteries to you every three months. Shipping is free and you can cancel at any time. We use Quip and it's made us smile more because our teeth are actually clean. Quip is offering you, our listeners, $10 off your first refill by signing up at tryquip.com slash kiki. Again, that's tryquip.com slash kiki. Quip, oral care designed for a modern lifestyle. We're back and it's time to talk about Asia O'Hara. Um, again, Frankenfurter. I wish I had a photo to show you, but it was very. Um, oh, yes. Hers, yeah. too. Yeah. I mean, girl, I don't think she saw Moonstruck. Also, I thought this was Cher, not Dolores and Cartier. Uh, she was giving me Whoopi <laughs> Goldberg. I mean, it was not. It a, was it, very Sister it, Act. It wasn't. A, it wasn't like a purple. The beginning. Coat, the beginning of Sister but, Act. Yeah. But the look, I was like, no, the closing when she's directing. Yeah. She had that like hair. Oh, she had like the yeah the habit hair. Yeah, yeah, habit yeah. hair. <laughs> Jesus. I don't know why I thought her dress. She's wearing something over like a short dress. She's wearing a red dress, which yeah. is what Cher does. But I'm saying like there was something about the way she came out that was giving me very Whoopi Goldberg like. 
you know, in the beginning of Sister Act, like when she's running. I, I don't know. Can I, can I tell you how jarring it was for me as a child to rewatch Sister Act and watch the beginning of it? Because I'm so used to seeing Whoopi Goldberg in a habit. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, my God, you're showing so much skin. This is confusing. <laughs> <laughs> that I was like, why is this happening? Um but um, yeah, there was absolutely Cher was not there at all. No, not at the anything is like she pretended like uh, Moonstruck is obscure and like like that's where Snap out of it well, comes from. Not right. only that, it's like okay when I think of Cher, I, Moonstruck is great. Like I think she's a very good actress, and I think of Witches as Eastwick. But what I think of is her Bob Mackie. Um, black like headdress nude outfit with all the crisscrosses that she wore when she won the oscar with the midriff showing right oh that's interesting. that to me is movie star share that is what i would do i would do a fat movie star share that's what i would do and just <laughs> <laughs> got really into that but again i'm like so you either you don't know the reference or you're told you're doing moonstruck share here is a fur coat and a dress yeah that's so there is mm. i swear this 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 is like the switch where it's like here you're given this because they weren't critiquing the way they looked for the share um challenge the share challenge because yeah. like if it were me i'd be like okay well, we're going to critique your share outfit on on the challenge as well and they didn't and her makeup was busted like her <sighs> her share makeup i was like what are you doing Do you think she there were a lot of there were a lot of strong lines but no direction Do you think she was yeah. trying to paint like lighter I think that I thought like, that she was, was using her fingers, I, and this is not <laughs> typical of her. No, it was not a polished look. It looked like it looked like a Bob the Drag Queen look. Is what it looked like. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I can see it, a man. <laughs> it, yeah. There were moments where it looked like there was a there were mm-hmm. there was a there were a couple of beard hairs coming through. Yeah, it seemed. It yeah, confusing. it just seemed not. It it seemed like it seemed like she didn't give a fuck about this assignment. I feel like yeah. she just didn't. I don't know, and I hate it because Asia's perfect. She's great. She's, she she really is. She's mm-hmm. like damn near the most polished, like cohesive queen in like all of Drag Race. It's just she's just so consistently good. This just like. It was very disappointing. Well, so, let, let's face it. She got a lot of praise when she did the uh, butterface thing. But mm-hmm. but really, all she did was that face. You know what I mean? So it's mm-hmm. like, I just don't think she's that creative when it comes to being like like an actor or like... Like a different... not like a I don't think she can be character. anything that's not Asia. Yes. Because mm-hmm. Asia has a lot of different Asias within her because then they're but they're they're much more fully it like i think because she has control over them and she knows what this type of asia wants to look like yeah she can play with a little more and has a little more confidence with it let's face it she looked like asia not beyonce and snatch game it, exactly right. it was it was in a spangly bodysuit yeah i don't i mean we all know she wasn't ready to do beyonce no so right. anyway um but i i just i was like no what about a runway yeah let's talk about a runway i loved it this is great um, Tony hated it. I hated it. I wish Tell she us why, had Tony. No curls. I, I guess you could say she looked like a weird scarecrow from Wizard of Oz. Like that hair, it, it just seemed like a real disconnect. Like she's beautiful. Her her makeup is gorgeous. It's flawless. But are you a clown? Like is that what we are? Like are what? what? It it did not. It, I think that take away the fucking weird ass hat, give her some a legit wig. 
and take off that bow and give her some sparkly shoes. And I feel like that would be a sickening outfit. Don't you think that this is her reminding the judges like, okay, I wasn't what you needed today in the challenge, but remember, I'm still interesting. Mm -hmm. Don't you think that that's what this was? Absolutely. I didn't see interesting. Because last week when they asked her why she was wearing a mask, she said, I was grasping at straws because I didn't think this. And then she points to her mermaid look was enough. Um, I think that that's what she's doing with the runway now. She's but like, I'm going to I'm going to remind you. Look. I love that mask. I thought that mask yeah. was a thinking out of the box. The moment. mask, the mask had to be intentional because like, she didn't just make it. But it's not about the mask. It's about the fact that she let the judges in on her thought process mm. when she's doing mm. her runways. OK, that's well, I mean, this seems about. lazy to me, to me. To me, this really? seemed cohesive because yeah. I feel like it was all intentional. Wait, you thought it was what? Lazy. Well, you know what? I think. It. I didn't. Okay, so she's one of one of the only girls who took the challenge literally, which is glitterific because we didn't say what the what the oh right oh yeah right, right. right. glitterific. So, to me, and, and and we were talking about this thing where like because you know the girls were like, well, I use sequins, I use rhinestones. Monet, you know, said, well, girl, as long as it's like sparkly, you know, because oh my god, when they started talking about that in Untucked, I was, I was like, like, well, this is what an issue is happening. Like, I ne- this was the most like in depth issue about glittery fabric. I or spangly fabric that I've ever heard. Like, so you want me to cover my dress in Elmer's glue and then just shake yeah. craft glitter well, over it? because everyone knew it. Cameron wasn't a winner. Like, everyone in their, their group that Untucked knew. They're like, <laughs> so they had to, like, come up with something. They're like, well, your shit's not glitter. My shit's all glitter. I mean, I yeah. get it. I mean, you know, the, the, the Vixen was craft foaming glitter, so she glittered every piece, put it to, like, that's, you know, but I, I was thinking in my mind, right, as a purse, because this episode this season is quite um there's a lot of racial tension and issues like from the get-go so i'm thinking a lot about race lately Mm -hmm. where i'm watching this show and i'm thinking myself you know talking about earlier and like struggles yeah when you're given direction like use all your creativity but it's like i'm given this thing and this thing and i have to make that thing yeah and this is what the rules say so i'm assuming the vixen and asia you know it, it just this is where my mind goes you know as a person of color as a like, poc these are the instructions that you're given work within outside the of the box of does it. not apply to us exactly absolutely you can make you know gold out of nothing but that nothing has to be the three things that you're told you can use yeah and and that was in it to me that's what i you and know. then you have someone who like cameron who's like i just don't like glittering yeah. fabric so i thought i wasn't gonna do it because i don't like it and did a good job like, with it but yeah, you know it's <laughs> you know they're very like, beautiful they're Her like but you great. didn't use glitter and it's interesting because again as a person of color and and you're taught to you know work by these rules because if you do exactly what you're told and then use your skill set to do isn't it, it so that you'll do okay. Isn't it so frustrating that stupid white people won't understand that? Isn't that like so frustrating? And that's the thing. Like, it's, yeah. like that's what's so frustrating. I'm like, why don't you rebel? Yeah. Because we didn't get time out, bitch. We yeah. got beat. I, or like, right. why didn't, because like, well, my, my, no, my mother never told me I couldn't do that, but oh, I could have. Like it's well, why you know you just there was you, never a there was never another option. Yeah, yes, yeah. you're told what yeah. to do and how to behave, but when it comes to not doing that, you either get admonished or you don't know how to not be what you've been taught to be because you don't know the other options. As a child, if you are a a, per, a, a person of color, your feelings on matters don't mean shit. Right. Yeah. So if you have a feeling a certain way. 
but the people who are rearing you say, no, that's not the way, mm-hmm. then no, that's not the way. Yeah. Right. And it doesn't even take getting like spanked. Sometimes it is just there's a tone that mothers, specifically mothers who are, uh, uh, you know, like uh, people of color that no, just don't do that. And like you just don't and you never you just don't ever question. No follow ups. But then we have but then we have a story like Cracker who poor as fuck, Mm -hmm. like probably had the same struggles that some POCs had. And uh uh, but she was, but she had parents who lifted her up creatively, so yeah. she was able to create something exactly out of nothing, out of nothing, you know, right, right. So it's it's an Whereas interesting. We had nothing, and we were reminded that we had nothing, and no, you can't make nothing out of nothing. That's a great way to segue into Miss Cracker. Who's next? <laughs> <laughs> I I like cannot <laughs> believe that they did not like her share. Yeah. I don't believe that for a second. It was RuPaul cute. was laughing hysterically yeah. during Cra- during Cracker's entire performance. What is with the bait and switch? Also, didn't this they say wasn't one of the critiques who you're relying on the vocoder thing? It's like, wait, that's what Cher but she was did told in the '90s and early aughts. You sing into and the microphone and they're changing your voice. She did as she was told. That was a exactly. note from Todd, and this was the shit that she was told to sing. She even took the mic away from her fucking mouth and managed to do what they wanted her to do. Well, they, they said that they, she was hard to understand, and I don't think that's true. I think no. I understood what she was saying. Like, because I wasn't it Michelle who was like, it seemed like mush mouth or whatever. Uh, maybe Michelle needs a hearing aid. Well, those glasses were stunning, though. She looked they, great. She Michelle looked good. so good. But you know what? I kind of want to smack her when she looks good, though, because she <laughs> knows it, and then she also gets bad critiques. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I um, love you, Michelle. <laughs> Um, I just, I don't, I don't, I'm perplexed. And her runway, like, honestly, Michelle, this is, this is how, you know, Michelle don't know shit because like, I liked her glitter look. I thought it was, I thought it was artistic. I thought it was. And and if your one note is, I wish you put a lash on that one eye. Fuck you, Michelle. Save your breath. Yeah. Save your breath. That's not a note. You know, she irritates me. (laughs) She irritates me so much. And I hate it because I know that so many people like look up to her and I'm I'm sure she's a lovely person. I don't doubt you know, I don't I don't think she's terrible, but the things that she says ninety nine percent of the time have no weight. They're, they hold no water. They no. are unsubstantiated. They are irrational. Yeah. I swear it's like, here, Michelle, here, just read this. Read this. We had a blind person watch the show and described it to them. Like, Say this. Like, Think about how much they've made her uh, distaste for the color green a thing since she joined uh, the show. And she's kind of like, whatever. And I'm like... Yeah, yeah, it's it's just annoying. But just, anyway, I thought Cracker, I thought Cracker did yeah. quite well today. Mm-hmm. I thought this was going to be her week to win. You did, yeah. Yes, you I had did. real high hopes, yep. and 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 and. Uh, oh wait, we guess it. <laughs> I'm curious as to what you're going to say now. <laughs> you don't like anyway, <laughs> no, it's not that. Okay. So I'm uh, Miss Cracker and I had a had an interaction mm-hmm. where I processed what happened differently. Mm. Um, we were backstage at Thorgy's roast. I showed up. Oh, I, I had my eyebrows were coming out, so I needed to glue them back down, uh-huh. and I needed to do it immediately. There was one mirror in the green room, and um, Cracker had been doing uh, Sherry Vine's roast before that. So Cracker was in the green room. All the girls were when they were done with Sherry's roast. They were all in the green room hanging out, talking, whatever. It was fun. Um, but I'm in the mirror, like trying to pack in my eyebrows, 
and I feel someone push me. And I look and I thought it was actually originally thought it was Marty Gould Cummings. And I was just like, wow, okay. Because she was the closest one to me. Mm. I was like, oh, okay. I didn't know it was like that. And then later Daniel was like, no, that was Miss Cracker who pushed you. And I was like, that fucking bitch. I was in a moment of crisis. But I was like, she didn't push you. <laughs> she just wanted to share the mirror with you. But your boat, your boats were sinking. And... I was freaking out, he and so was my face out. was literally in the mirror, and, and Cracker so was trying like, to get a look at herself, like, full length. Yeah. Oh, so she so was funny. like, you know, we could share this For mirror, smidge, like, push you out of the way. I'm like, but Ms. she did Cracker? it to be funny. Yeah. yeah. But it took me it took me thinking about it and being mad at her for like two months <laughs> to be like, she did that to be funny. And oh, I was like, Robert, I'm terrible. I'm like, How could she push well, you? Well, I think that her humor is a not necessarily It's dry. It's it it it's, it could it's, use um, refining, sure. Huh? It could use refining. It could use some refining, but I also think like she's coming from such a like she's thinking about it a lot. Yeah, and so and I think she understands that, and she gets caught up in it. <clears throat> well, I love a comic who will throw away a joke and make you lean in and try to like mm-hmm. understand what it is, and then be like, "Oh, that's funny." But I find like there are times where she'll do that, and I'll lean in and I'll be like, "But that wasn't funny." Mm-hmm. But like what you said wasn't funny. Right. Was- what I do like is that she doesn't. Um, because there there have been a lot of queens on the show who are like you know quote unquote comedy queens or whatever, and some are like the eh? yeah you know because robert and i were having this conversation the other day about it and it's like there's some queens some comedians who are like like they won't the joke's not done but they'll let you know cracker will just throw it out into the world look at it oh how'd that go okay and then go back and fix it like yeah she's she's very um thoughtful i think and, and is really like paying attention to how things are received both in the moment and after mm-hmm. and i think that's why you know she was like i i really was being funny i didn't like it didn't occur to me that i was coming across as mean during the drag comp panel right thing. right you know she was like i was being shady yeah. and that episode was actually i was like that was part of the moment where I was like, okay, that was definitely meant to be funny, that moment. Sure. Um, but, um, yeah, it's just, I really th- I really thought this was her night. Yeah. And I was actually excited for her to win yeah. on DragCon Eve. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that she's got it in her. I don't know that she's got a win in her, but I didn't think Cameron had a win in her either. So It sucks because I think she had a more interesting outfit. I'm I'm assuming the skull's supposed to be throwing up on her and burning her face into glitter, which is it's a really cool concept. It's yes. cool. It's and cool. I love that it's so weird, and then it's this beautiful and like elegant dress underneath because you know she's going to get more than one use out of this if we know mm-hmm. Cracker. Okay, right. It yeah, all she's gets bored. used. She was bored. Yeah. She knows how to. She's <laughs> exactly. So she takes that rod out of her back, and she's got a gorgeous dress. Yeah, I appreciate <laughs> right, that. Right. I I feel like she got the like. <laughs> Hot, like the quality of what I was seeing was higher generally, you know, con- um, cumulatively than the other girls' pairings, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, I don't know. Maybe they know she wants it. And they're like, I don't, eh. I don't know what they're thinking anymore. You know, Whatever. the show has gotten predictable to a point where you kind of, you see the, the, the cast and you're mm-hmm. like, okay, they're going to keep these three girls yeah. and then these are all going to slowly fall away. Yeah. I think and it's the- getting to a point where you can't do that anymore, but you can predict it based on what they're trying to get you to enjoy. Yeah. Right. You can kind of see at so, this point, I think you can pretty much tell in, you know, which way they're like, they're leaning, they're leaning or want you to lean. And, I also think I have to look at Drag Race and 
you know, like a, probably from like season nine on, right? Because like that whole twist was just not correct. But um, I have to look at it and say, you know what? I'm going to enjoy the queens as long as they survive. You I'm going to enjoy you crushing someone's dreams the night yeah, that someone gets crushed. There's crowned. always yeah. a part of me that's like, I'm like, God damn it, though. Like, this is not how a true competition will go. Of course. So, right. so, right. so I'm like, this is not a competition. This is just a very strange it's entertainment. show on TV. Yeah. It's just entertainment. So I will love you until you're gone, you know? I got to start doing race, that. Drag race is to drag what? WrestleMania is to wrestle. There you go. There, yes. Ooh, so ooh. deep. These grizzly girls, they deep. <laughs> or wrestling is to boxing. Let's talk about Asia's talk with the Vixen because that was an important moment. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I she mean, talks to her about ways to avoid conflict. Yeah. Which is a very great, it was the best way that the Vixen's interactions, I guess you could call them, have been worded on yeah. the show. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like here's the thing. I feel like this comes down to another situation where POCs with uh, interact with POCs and knowing that why people are uncomfortable about, uncomfortable about it mm-hmm. because the, the 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 black girls want Vixen to know that she doesn't have to be you don't have to do you don't have to you don't have to mm-hmm. and it's like but they don't have to right? Mm-hmm. right why is no one saying they don't mm-hmm. have to and right. to me it makes it so upsetting it's like it's like. Does does Vixen have growing up to do? Absolutely. Can Vixen learn to breathe deep and exhale a few mm-hmm. times before talking? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But to minimize a true reaction, which is what we've only gotten from Vixen, mm-hmm. it's not like she's blowing up because she's just trying mm-hmm. to be like, bitch, I'm from Chicago. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, right. like she's always had a reason until yeah. recently mm-hmm. that that and so like so yes it was important because i think that vixen did need to hear it because there were moments mm-hmm. that were true where it was asia was like you don't always sometimes strength comes with um being quiet and mm-hmm. blah 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 mm-hmm. and and don't act like things don't bother you um don't act like it doesn't bother you when people um don't are mad at you or don't like you that that's important for her to hear but also I feel like Asia needed to be like, but but don't lose that fire because mm-hmm. you still need to have that voice. Absolutely. And and I just don't think I think that it was a it was a good touching moment, but I feel like I feel like Asia was trying to girl the white folks are looking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And I, and I didn't like that. Well, and, and I again, you know, like again, growing up as a person of color, it's like don't like you know what just smooth it over like you you know and i feel like it's not just with people who are white or whatever it's also like you know interpersonal like it's like all and like at least hispanic people right like it's like i don't know how we all even speak because we're all always like you know just like like fall back Mm -hmm. but i don't know how we interact then because we're always all falling back like well the the way latinos do it is keep your private shit to yourself but let's talk about everyone else's private shit yeah Mm -hmm. like you know or like and the door to the car closes and it's like okay yeah you know, and so that's what I think was so strange about you know the vixen doing that on stage because it's like whoa, like that's a lot. Mm-hmm. Like that, I would never do that. I would wait until everybody had gone home and Robert and I are doing the dishes, and I'm like, <laughs> you know what? I thought it was person. baller for her to be like, I don't understand why you like this person, and I mm-hmm. thought I was when she said that I was like, girl. Me too. It's like it's like you're you're sitting there, right? Like just so serious, and it's like, but she did that on stage, and it's like, 
oh my god like a person of color did that like one of us like you know like what yeah i would mm-hmm. kidding my mother would have slapped me if i'd done that she'd be like do that at home but all the while you know? america made cash me outside oh my god a fucking thing but then mm-hmm. i think also when you discover it's so gross she's yeah. nominated for a billboard i think it's billboard music award what? Yeah, she's nominated in the same category as Nicki Minaj. But like that Cardi kind B. of wiling out Mm-mm. is acceptable. Right. But Vixen, uh, yeah. Well, but what Vixen too... does is looked at as violent Yeah, yeah. because of her race. Well, and I think the thing yeah. is when, when you're a person of color and you finally like realize, hey, wait a minute, all these other like white kids, you know, like they're saying things to their parents or, I mean, obviously not when somebody's being super disrespectful, but you know, when you have an opinion yeah. and you're, or, or you're speaking your mind in a way where which is what the vixen does she is saying how she feels whether you agree with it or not that's not the point the point is that she is voicing her feelings and she is telling you why she's telling you how it makes her feel and then you just need to listen to that because she is this is a way that as when you when you person as a person of color that like little stopper Mm -hmm. like you pop it off and you realize that you can speak your mind, it, it gets yeah. big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, because when you find your voice, you yeah. want to use it because you haven't been able to. Yeah. And sometimes, right. you know, it cracks a little because you're still going through feelings puberty. Like, yeah. You know, it, um, and, and that's what I see. And I think that it's something that, um, goes unrecognized because I feel like people of color don't really talk about it. And outside of the snatch game messiness, mm-hmm. I challenge anyone out there. That if you were in Vixen's situation when Aquaria came for her, when Eureka came mm-hmm. for her, that you wouldn't have reacted the same fucking way. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. check the receipts, bitches. They're the ones who started both of those fights. Mm-hmm. That's right. Absolutely. That's right. Um, I have a question for both of you. Who is Joe Costello? I think that was just a friend. Oh, didn't I mention that? Wasn't that I mentioning or something? Why was that worth it? Why was that worthy of our time? I don't know. Um, Joe, Joe Costia, who was that? It was uh, Andrew Rannells or something. About the basement? Something, oh, something when, Joe when he Costello's basement. He, I, I think he was referencing a childhood memory with somebody who's not famous. Right. Oh, yeah, they yeah, were talking yeah. about like who hasn't lip-synced to a Cher song. And he was like, yeah, I remember I lived, the first song I lip-synced to was This, 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 and Joe Costello's Basement. Yeah. So I yeah. think that was... Oh, was, you didn't yeah. want it. It wasn't pertinent to cross-dressing, so you didn't need it. I just, I was like, why is this here? Yeah. I, I, know I like that boy, though. He's cute to me. He, he is, is cute. cute. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, I'm I'm more into Billy Eichner, personally, but, Ooh. you know. Billy's a cutie. Well, we're, now that she's rich, he's we're in LA. We can go hunt and, like, is, like, fit and whatnot. What's up? We can go get him. Yeah, he's, I, I mean, he's, he's here somewhere. He's here. Let's go well, find him. Go find him. Yeah, he's probably here. Have Postmates bring him to us. Can we talk about Cracker versus Aquaria and Untucked? What was that all about? <laughs> what was that stupid thing? Cracker, Cracker, you sneaky bitch. That was Cracker and her feelings. I loved it, though. That was Cracker wishing that she was doing as good as Aquaria, and that was Aquaria being like, I'm sorry you're not good. I feel like Cracker... (laughs) I loved it. In my mind, I feel like it was just... it. It just seems so calculated. I kind of love it because Cracker was like, I'm going to try and psych her out. I'm going to make her feel bad, right? Like, But again, trying... I'm going to assume it was trying to be funny. If it was really real and she felt like that, I'm sorry. But it just, to me, I was like, oh, my God, you're trying to get her. And then Aquaria's like, you know. You can't make mm-hmm. a stump feel. It, 
You know what I mean? You can't. Like I found that I found that to be very funny because of however it was edited or whatever. It was so awkward. It was perfect. It was good. Because I real I really think that I really think that the competition between those two or the comparison between those two hasn't faded. And I think no. that Cracker being older and probably in the game longer is like I'm just as good and unfortunately that's not the truth on this competition mm-hmm. aquaria right. is better showing a different side of it and so yeah. if i was better i would let you all know that too mm-hmm. right sorry i'm gonna win yeah and it sucks because i feel like this competition between two incredibly different looking people and, and completely different like in terms of mindset it's being pushed on the show because well, i don't think that that was felt truly like we know the comparisons were made in New York and all, I was so tired of it. Like I thought it was just a funny thing in New York. Honestly, like I'd never heard anything serious about it and it comes on the show and they're pushing this and they're pushing. Oh, that. interesting. And it, yeah, cause it, at least I, well, they need to have like, know. they need, well, the thing is, didn't they say that, um, Oh, the ones who had the feud. God damn it. Uh, Alyssa and, uh, and Coco. Like, well, like, wasn't their shit put to bed uh, way before they fucking yeah, got on the show? It but it's like, well, that's your bit of mm-hmm. drama. So you're going to have to rehash it, unfortunately. Yeah. And I think that it, it now it's um they've fought. They've forced this comparison on the audience. And again, if you didn't know these two queens in real life, mm-hmm. th- this is the big problem with the show. You would think this is it. They are always fighting. They everybody in New York talks about how Cracker ripped off a court. No, we don't. Well, talk about also how the thing is, she didn't. Is Drag Race fans don't want to look far outside of the actual show. No, Mm-mm. so because they're too young to actually go see things in person yeah. that are not, you know, yeah, um, and you don't, presents. yeah, and you don't fucking know what true drag queen life is like. That's mm-hmm. in and out of bars. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. DragCon's not real drag. DragCon's not real drag. DragCon's not real drag. drag it is race. Is drag Right. There ain't no fucking drag. babies at a goddamn drag show at a bar. No. But, and you know what, though? Again, it has helped the, the bars make more money now. Queens hopefully make more money. Well, in I feel cases. like I feel like it's starting to fuck with it because like when they did well, it on that Friday mm-hmm. and everyone in the bar was like, we don't need Mm-hmm. Drag race on a Friday. Yeah. We need drag race on a Monday. Well, and the because that, that brings people to the bar. I don't think that the, the show or the production even understood that, like, this is it, it has really created an industry that didn't exist before yeah. on this level. I mean, who was going to gay bars to watch a show like in, en masse every week? Right. Like no, I I don't feel like that's a thing. It was never. A th- I'm trying. I'm it literally trying to think about like we've anything. never. It wasn't even a race. thing when the show first started. Yeah, I mean, it was only for fucking like like gay sports bars. Gays would still go and watch sports there, but now but people have always drag gone, races you know? are sports yeah. for the less sports inclined. Yeah. <laughs> it's a reason to buy a new TV. Come drag races. Yeah. <laughs> I want to buy a 3D TV just to watch, like stupidly to watch drag race in 3D. I don't know why. <laughs> um, the winner of this week is the sh- fucking shock of my life. Oh God, Cameron Michaels. Oh God, how like, did she win this one? I mean, what did she win? Uh, she won a VIP getaway at the Sofitel LA. <laughs> well, that's easy. So she gets <laughs> to have a free hotel room during DragCon. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah congratulations. Stupid. I I don't know. I, I bitch, you're canceled. I'm sure you're very nice, but honestly, and I, I'm gonna say it. Like she talked too much, 
And I feel like when she's now talking, I'm like, I don't think you're a girl I would like. Mm. Like, I don't think you're a girl I would like. You just want to see her with her shirt off. I could care less about that. <laughs> like, honestly, I was the first one to say, I think she kind of built weird. I mean, and my, and, 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 and let's, you built funny. And let's face it, my, my zhuzh is like the, the twink. So maybe, right. maybe, uh, well, no, not even before. Us. I didn't even think like when they showed those pictures of her before, I'm Team Aquaria when it comes mm-hmm. to the, to like, you know, lusting mm-hmm. after something. Would you tell Cameron to fix her tits? I would tell Cameron to try some tits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cause she had a breastplate. Like, and she does. Like, she mm-hmm. uses, it's like, it's like, if the cut of your outfit doesn't look good with a breastplate, then have the cut of the outfit changed to have to be able to mm-hmm. accommodate a breastplate. Yeah. 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 Don't look like a rubber doll. Because she's the one who talks about her shape so much. And I'm like, listen, yeah, but when you take out those tits, then you just are all shoulders, Queen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. The bottom two. Oh my god, we haven't even gotten to the lips thing. Asia and the Vixen. Yeah. <laughs> The lip sync song is Groove is in the Heart by Delight. Yep. I am shocked that they have not used the song sooner. Yeah, right? Yeah. And this was a great lip sync. It was. This was a very fun lip sync to watch. This was a double save lip sync. This was. And this makes me so sad because I think that both girls. I, honestly, I think it could have been any girl's game because they're both incredible performers. And this song is so awesome. And in these costumes, it was really great mm-hmm. to see them lip sync to this. So this being our first time watching the show together, mm-hmm. we were checking in about what we thought the outcome of the episode was going to mm-hmm. be throughout the entire episode. Going into the judging, we were like, oh, this is going to be um, a double mm-hmm. Shantae episode. Um, then going into the um, the announcement of the winner, um, we were like, okay, this could still be, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, no, it's the Vixen. The Vixen's definitely going home. And then during the lip sync, we were back to double Shantae yeah because it was worth all of that yeah they both performed beautifully I, and they both approached it so differently too. they did it was like, like you're watching two separate styles I, I love how uh like mechanical um Asia was being her, her movements were much more like they were uh, like they were a lot like this yeah and and it was really playing with like the she was really working her garment right and the vixen just like that garment was just the the hair couldn't have been better for and this she song. She could just move all I like thought of, water. All I thought of was like Lady Miss Keir watching this and enjoying the hell out of this yeah, performance. Absolutely. And like e- even like when she took the skirt off, it was so it was just really good. Like there was nothing. Um, she struggled a little bit. Oh, I, I thought it was just great, and the panty yeah. looked great. You know, it it was all so intentional and. And it just looked like she had a corset and a really pretty panty. Like, it worked. You saw a moment or two, like, maybe with the lyrics or whatever. But it but wasn't a no. struggle in a way that it was like, girl, you got to go home no, to they, me. They it was a bad choice. And what I hate is that it's really obvious that they were just like, girl, you're causing too many problems. Yeah, you're making uh, Untucked fun to watch. So we can't mm-hmm. have you anymore. Was it heartbreaking to hear the Vixen talk about expressing regret that she already she already understands that her legacy is that she fought the whole time? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, is like, I think that what you saw there was her first time removed from the machine that is Drag Race. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She'd had time to take off her glitter makeup. She was now in the workroom by herself. I think that once there's that element of this is finished, then it's a lot easier to see. Mm -hmm. Without such 
caution. I think that that's what Vixen was. I feel like she was super cautious about everything because she knew that her reputation alone would have probably, I think that she knew that she was going to have this issue. Mm -hmm. Like when we had, when I had her on the Tony Soto show, I said, did you know that you were going to give him good TV? And she's like, I had a feeling. So it's like, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's hard to think that like, like I, I put myself in, in, in that frame of mind. Like if I ever got, if I was ever on the race, mm-hmm. like there's no way I could keep from them that I'm an old recluse, cranky man. Like there's no way, <laughs> right, that I could keep from them that I don't like to repeat myself. And if there's a situation where someone's stupid, I'm gonna let them know that. And Why are you so- looking at me when you say? <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> So for me, like, it's, I, I don't know. I feel I feel like the everyone's like, I read the internet. And they're like, we want another real vixen. I, I was like, that moment at the end was the real vixen. Like, yeah. That moment was Tony. Yeah. yeah. And that I got super emotional at the end because I was like, there's no way Cameron should have fucking uh, uh, been on longer than fucking uh, Vixen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I don't think that Cracker has competed up to a point that uh, would put her ahead of the Vixen. And um, I mean, I just hope that like now that it's all over for her, I hope that like it's a pleasant experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I just interviewed Tyra Sanchez and it can go either way. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, it really can. Yeah, like oh, the thing really is, is like, can. like what 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 fans don't understand is that this machine has destroyed people's careers. Mm-hmm. It's um, it's like a it's like a really fucked up catch and release program because it's like um, I think that's the right term. Maybe it's not, but we'll call it catch and release. Yeah, I like it. Anyway, no, it is. But like they, yeah. they, it's like okay, we're gonna we're gonna put you in this thing, and you're gonna get a bigger booking fee. Okay, you're gonna have four hundred dollars an episode or whatever. Yeah, and then you're gonna make all this money on these tours after you were in season four, because that's when all this shit started. Seasons one through three. Hmm? Might as well not exist. You know, according I mean, to the fans. Raja, Raja's the one who's there. Like honestly, like before season four, she's all the time doing something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, but but she was doing that before. You know, Drag Race was a was a honestly, I think, a blip in terms of the breadth of her career up until that point. And that's what I have to give uh, them a little bit of credit that I give uh, Morgan McMichaels. I was like, the mm-hmm. thing is, is she has never stopped doing what she was doing mm-hmm. before she was doing Drag Race. And she works a shit ton. You know yep. what I mean? And it might just be SoCal, but it's work. The, I think the fan base just needs to, you know, if you really, truly love the show, you need to go back and watch the old seasons. If you and, really, truly love, love on these girls, if you really, truly love the show, then you have to really, truly love drag. Yes. And mm-hmm. I don't think that's the case. Yeah. yeah. I think support, people... You have to support local drag. It sounds so cliche, but... You you do and and it's like you know I I there's so many girls on the show that are incredible and like Lord knows last week I was really upset when Monique went home um but you know what nothing could have meant more to me today than that hug from Monet because she is the girl at home that holds down the fort and provides entertainment and makes you smile as soon as you see her. You, like you're not gonna get that from a girl who you just see on TV. Yeah, maybe, but yeah. that in person thing, which is so important when it comes to drag and the the whole culture that's around it, this is two dimensional. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and so 
there is nothing like your local queens. Yeah. You know, because they're the ones there. It's the front lines. Listen, they're the ones that are going to be there after the obscure ones win the lottery to get on that show. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they're the ones that are going to be there after the, you know, this drag race tour comes through town. Yeah. You know, and it's not any less of the girls who have to tour because you know what? It's a good living and, you know, you're seeing more things and all of that. But like, they were local girls too, yeah. as corny as that sounds. You know, Cracker's been working her ass off for years. All of these girls have, you know, and um, I don't know. It just it's, Cracker it, and Monet. We both we both saw them from the beginning. Um, from when they were working day jobs mm-hmm. to them quitting their jobs to become yeah, uh, yeah. full time queens. And that, listen, we've that, seen that whole, that whole process. process. And you happen. also have to think yeah. about this way: local queens who decide, oh, I'm in a place where I can quit my regular job. Like that's. Mm-hmm. I always yeah. am like Mon- Monet, who would literally work, you know, basically full time drag and full time at her at her at her day job, and have to like hide makeup stains on her collar because she yeah. was like, I had to go to bed right away and then wake up and put on my you know like my my dress shirt for work, mm-hmm. and sometimes I didn't get all the makeup off of me, like, mm-hmm. and and we talked to her all about it <laughs> on a whole episode many many like a very long time ago, and it's like this is what they do. You know, in in order to like, like make a living, yeah, and still entertain people, yeah, yeah. But well, that brings us to the end of our episode. Oh my god, guys! I'm so happy we finally got to do this. Look, if you move here, we can do this all the time. Oh my god! Can you imagine? (laughs) I would love that. When is this going up? Um, it's Monday as usual. Monday. So, um, but, um, tell everyone where they can, uh, follow you, Tony. Oh, well, great. Well, listen, if this is coming out on Monday and you are in LA, I know that you're probably exhausted from the exciting drag weekend and my amazing show at precinct on Sunday, but <laughs> I am one of those local Queens who fucking twirls for money on random weekdays. So come out on the 14th for popularity contest at precinct. It starts at 10 PM. It's a lot of fun. And if you want to just catch up and see what's going on with me, you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Venmo at The Tony Soto Show. Um, And always listen to The Tony Soto Show and The Gay Power Half Hour available on iTunes. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, we are Grizzly Kiki. That means Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, And you can send your questions to grizzlykiki at gmail.com. And we will definitely read them on the air. And don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. So until next time, bye. bye.